Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Those of you who are entrepreneurs know how crazy this can be. As one of my friends says, being an entrepreneur is a roller coaster. It has its ups and its downs and its twists and its turns. And so today, I am so excited to have with me a special guest, Julie Paulston. And she and I talk about what it's like to be an entrepreneur, how to get started, the rough patches, what it's like to be in the middle, what to do when people criticize and don't understand, and so many other things about the entrepreneurial journey. And she has an amazing story. And I always walk away from conversations with her so inspired and ready to hit it again. One of her things is being able to make sure you keep your enthusiasm. And she helps so many women and she has her own podcast and has her own business and is so real about what it's like to walk this path because it's not easy. And so to keep that enthusiasm, that excitement up as and being real, giving practical life application tips and being real about the hardships, about what to do when it's discouraging, when you want to quit, fighting depression. It is an amazing, amazing ability to be able to do that. And she is someone who not only does it for herself, but inspires others and helps others do the same. And so I am so excited about today and I can't wait to get started. So without further ado, Julie Paulston. Hi, Josh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So my name is Julie Paulston and I am the owner of Divine Phoenix Rising. I empower women to rise from the ashes of their lives, to reclaim their divine inner phoenix, to remember who they were before the world told them who they should be. And I've been in business now for, it's a year today. Yay. Yay. So I'm super excited to be here. It's, uh, I can't wait to share my story. I call it the trifecta of unfortunate events in 2020 that kind of pushed me in the direction of being an entrepreneur because let's face it, after 30 years in corporate, I thought that that's, I was going to die a corporate employee, like I was bleeding corporate colors. And so to do this has been a definite shift in my reality. So I'm super excited to be here today. Well, we're excited to have you on. Thank you for joining us. Like, your guys, when I heard Julie's story on uh, on Facebook, because we're part of the, the same little networking group, and it was amazing. I was like, I got to have you on my show. It was like, no follow-up questions. Here's the link. When can we get started? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I loved it, and I can't wait. So, tell us, tell us your story, because I, I just, I love, I love this. This is what be intentional is all about. These types of stories. So uh, I was a corporate educator. I'd been an educator for 10 years. Um, I worked very closely with what I call the alphabet soup. Um, I piloted a program for them and it went nationwide and it was great. It was awesome. I moved down here to Pensacola. And as we know, 2020 was a shit show. Um, Yes, by the way, I I do have a potty mouth and it's okay. Uh, But it turned into be this, like the shit show that we know. And What happened is my job, I was to be out in the field. So I worked with stylists and I worked with managers and did the whole box, one box, one sound type of thing. And through education and all that, I was always outside. So when 2020 hit and I got shut in my house, my depression went through the roof. My communication skills went through the floor. And there was a day, July 11th, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm taking the day off. And I went out with some friends on a boat. And I got launched, we hit a wave and I fell and I broke my wrist in three places. 
Wow. And so here we go. We had just been released to go back into the salon so I could go take my clients. And that was my only outlet. That was like my one day a week that I got to be out in public and see people and, and interact with people. And that got taken away. So now my my attitude really went far down. So July 11th, I broke my wrist. August 27th, the company I worked for decided they wanted to go in a different direction, which is a polite way of saying you're fired. And then September 15th, um, not even three weeks later, uh, Hurricane Sally came in. And I'd never been in a hurricane before. I had no idea what it entailed. And so when I moved down here, I said, okay. They said, Julie, you need hurricane insurance. They said, awesome, I got it. I said, do I need anything else? They said, nope, it'll cover everything. So Hurricane Sally came. I had um, over two and a half, almost three feet of water in my house, and I lost everything that I owned. Wow. So within a 90-day period, I went from a very stable, very well-paying corporate job to being uh, broken, homeless, and jobless. And in that moment was the moment where I decided that I can either be bitter or I can get better. And I was, I entered a contest on Facebook, funny, of going live every day to talk about gratitude. And I did it through the hurricane. Like I, I showed pictures of my house. I showed pictures of everything I said, and, and even in this, I'm still grateful. And so I won the contest and they helped me design a brand and that introduced me to more people. And that's how the universe works. It brings you the people that you need at the right time. And so I ended up launching my company, Divine Phoenix Rising, because I've been in the ashes so many times in my life that I know how to rise. And I wanted to be able to empower other women to do the same thing. And so it's my burning passion. Man, I love it. What an amazing story, man. So many, I mean, we could talk about one of those things, I'm sure for each individual show and just keep going for a hundred of them. So uh, one of the things is, uh, and I know it wasn't, but you make it sound so easy. You're just like, yeah, we just did that. And this happened. And then we just kept going. And, and I know, you know, sometimes, sometimes the story and the headlines, like I I know for myself, a homeless teenager, and then, you know, thriving entrepreneur and like, I'm like, but there was a lot in between and it kind of sucked and it was really hard and I kind of fought depression and all this stuff. And yeah. so any tips for people who are just getting started on the journey and they're really, really excited, but realizing, man, th- this stuff is hard. I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that believe none of what you hear and half of what you see, make sure that the people that you're following are actually doing it. Ooh, I, love um, I invested a lot of money that I didn't have because like I had to liquidate my 401k plan and do all that kind of stuff. And I, I invested a lot of money into quote unquote mentors that said, this is what I do and I can get you here and I can get you there. And then at the end of the program or whatever, I've done all the work and I'm sitting there going, okay, well, where's my $10,000 a month? It should be here. Like there's got, if there's this much shit in here, there's gotta be a pony. Where's my <laughs> pony. And, and I never, and I never found the pony. So I think the, the one thing that I can share with somebody who's just beginning, don't lose your enthusiasm, keep your enthusiasm. That's what's going to get you through your darkest days. And remember your why. Why did you start doing this? Why is this important to you? And it's not necessarily the surface why of, oh, I want to do it to you know provide for my family or I want to do it for this. When you really start going layer by layer and get really deep about really why are you doing this 
and why do you get out of bed in the morning and what's the driving force behind everything that you do, that'll keep you going through the dark points because there are going to be dark points. There's still days that I wake up and go, I don't, that's it. I'm going to go get a job today. I, I'm done. I, I've, I've had it. This is, this is some bullpucky and I'm going to go get a job. And I have to remember that, wait a minute, number one, Paulston's don't quit, number one. And number two, I made a commitment to myself. And I know that this dream was put on my heart because it's what I'm supposed to do and it's what I want to do. And so I just one foot in front of the other. You don't have to take big steps. In fact, sometimes all I can do is wiggle my fingers and my toes. That's all the motion that you're going to get for that day. I love it. I love it. You're and you're exactly right. And I think not enough people talk about that. They talk about all the amazing things that, you know, entrepreneurship does and the freedom and all that. But no joke, at least once a week, I'm just like, you know what, screw this. I'm going to go get a job. Like I can, I'm sure I'm like, someone will hire me. I can do this. Yep. Like, <laughs> I got a good resume. Somebody out there will hire me. Right? I mean, come on. Everybody's hiring right now. I mean, I could go work at McDonald's for 20 bucks an hour. Right. It's just, it's that knowledge that you started this journey for a reason. And, and, the, the people out there, yeah, it's time freedom. And the other thing is, is that when you come from a background like I came from with corporate, they told you, this is your schedule. This is what you need to get done. And yes, I had freedom in those parameters, but there was somebody always looking at my calendar yeah. and asking, oh, hey, Julie, do you think that's important to do? Well, when you become an entrepreneur, all of a sudden your calendar is yours. Yeah. <laughs> And that backyard, because I live in Pensacola, that beach is only 15 minutes away. Nice. So it's real easy sometimes to be like, oh, you know, today kind of sucks and I just need some me time. So I'm just going to go to the beach and see what kind of ideas I can come up with. Right. Exactly. So be careful with your with your time is is and that's an everyday lesson for me. Everyday lesson yeah. for me. Oh, yeah, I, I get that, too. Sometimes I get one thing done and sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, how did I get so much done? And when you're in that flow, it's good. I'm gonna write it. I, I, I definitely advise when you get in the flow, write it out because some yes. days you don't feel like it. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely love that and great advice. And you guys who have been listening for a while, you guys know I say this like every other show, but I believe it's important. Don't take advice from people who haven't done it because yes, mentorship, community, all that stuff coaches, consultants. I mean, I'm a consultant. I definitely agree and definitely believe that you need them. But there's a lot of, and I hate to say it, but there's a lot of 20 year old life coaches who are giving you theory and not practical application advice. There's a lot of people who are showing you how to get rich quick. And I don't know, I haven't found that magic bullet yet. So make sure that you are definitely taking advice and filtering out the people who are full of it and the people who actually know what they're talking about. And so I love that you said that because I, I bring it up almost every other show. So the fact that you started with that, I'm just like, I knew I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's the sparkly object syndrome. You're like, oh, this is cool over here. And oh, this looks cool over there. And this person says I can do this. It's it's really about coming back to center. And there's it's and I love the fact that you're like, there's these 20 year olds that I was a hair educator for so many years for like, I've been in the hair industry. I've been in the cosmetology industry for 32 years. And I've been an educator in that industry for like the last since 2011. And the one thing that I discovered is that I'm not going to teach you something that I have not done or that I can't do. The proof is in the pudding. 
Now, I'm not saying show me your bank account and show me your millions of dollars. What I'm saying is that you know the people that have gone through it because if you ask them questions, I'm the why kid. The one thing I learned from all these coaches and all the money that I spent this year, this last year, and in 2020 and 2021, is I'm very selective now. I ask a lot of questions. And I think that you know pretty quickly the people that give you the surface answers because I'm going to ask somebody, so tell me about the worst part of your business. Tell me about the days that you're not successful. Tell me about this. Tell me about that. And I ask lots of questions and I've actually had coaches tell me, you know, you ask a lot of questions for somebody who hasn't been doing this for very long. (laughs) And my response is, you are shutting me down and avoiding me for somebody who's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Unless you've been, and I've struggled with my weight all my life. And I tell people, you can't teach me how to lose weight if you've never had a weight problem. Right. Exactly. So how are you going to teach me how to make a million dollars if you have a hundred in your bank account? Exactly. And and I think not enough people are okay with saying, and, and you guys know this because I, you know, said this a lot too. It's like, I'm not a billionaire, so I can't teach you how to create billions because I don't know, but I can, and I do know what it is to live off of what you do and have your own business and have your own nonprofit and have your own consulting business and that type of stuff. But I'm still learning from people ahead of me who do much better. And I would like to have, you know, 10 different properties in different cities. I'm not there yet. And so I, I feel like a lot of people don't want to talk about that mid-level of like, hey, I'm doing way better than I was a year ago. I'm not where I want to be. I'm still learning with you. I can teach the people who aren't here yet, but I'm learning from the people above there. And I I love the fact that even when we were talking a little bit post, you know, uh, before we started recording that you said, you know, you're in the middle. And I love that yeah. because people don't talk about that. So, so let's talk a little bit about that, about being in the middle because you, you have come so long. I mean, a year year anniversary and uh and you're doing it i mean so many people in 90 days can't couldn't handle what you handled and what you went through and so uh let's talk about that that journey to to the middle so i think for me that the i'm in the middle and uh, i i'm a coach and i use neurolinguistic i'm a certified nlp which is neurolinguistic programming we talk about the hero's journey and in the hero's journey you're called so you think about the, the movie, The Matrix, Neo gets the call and he's like, oops, wrong number and hangs up. Well, then you get the call again. And when you get the call again, usually your mentor or the person who's going to guide you through your journey shows up. And so then you're like, oh, I got this. And we go through this little fire that you walk through it and you're like, oh, that's the fire. Oh, <laughs> dust my shoulders off. Oh, I got this. This is great. And then all of a sudden the real fire hits. And I think that that's where the middle is, is you're so far into the fire and we dance with it. We'll go in it and we're like, Ooh, that's hot. And we back out of it and we're like, okay, I'll just wait a little bit. And then you push into it and you're like, Oh, that's really hot. And you back out of it. And then you're like, okay. And when you hit the middle, like where I am, I feel like I'm too far into this journey to go back to safety on the flip side of it. Safety looks really nice. Corporate job. <laughs> You know, a good five, six figure corporate job looks really nice right about now (laughs) when you're like eating, you know, peanut butter sandwiches three days in a row. And I think that the up and down where you get a full paid client and then you get nothing. And it's that having faith in your own abilities and having faith that you didn't get brought this far 
to just turn around and run back to safety. So it's really about being in this middle ground. I'm in it right now. I'm dead in the middle of the fire and it is hot. It is, I mean, the Phoenix behind me, my, it's like, it is hot and it's very tempting to hear the the siren call of, oh, go get a job, go get a job. And the people who are around you, like when you started, like when you started your business, you know, Josh, you get to a certain point when you're in that middle and things might not be going that great. Then the people around you are like, oh, Julie, this is really cute. I love that you started a a business (laughs) and you're a coach, but do you think, when are you going to go get a real job? How are you going to support yourself? Da, 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 da. And it's those comments that are, they're, they're well-intentioned, but they're so hurtful. Yeah, definitely. And so you get into that point where I'm smack dab in the middle of it right now. And, and you know, the people around me are like, so what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to keep pushing forward. I love it. I'm going to keep definitely. pushing forward. And it's definitely worth it. I, I love that. And, you know, for someone who's gone through as much as you have, one of the things I, I know with a lot of the business owners that listen, these last couple of years, adapting to so many different things, uh, the regulations because of COVID, sometimes you're open, sometimes you're closed, sometimes you have it, you can do this, sometimes you have to do that. You know, some of the people who, you know, a lot of my clients who are listening on this, you know, we've talked about knowing what it's like to, yeah, marketing, digital marketing, that stuff was good one day. And then it was a must have like overnight. It was like, I need to, or I'm going out of business. And so that adaptation of you think one thing's going on one way and then they change it on you and then it changes back. And then your life kind of rolls that way. Um, <laughs> the, any, any comments on, on adapting to when life kind of, you know, throws you the left and then the right, and you're kind of dodging and hooking and all this fun stuff. <laughs> It's like bob and weave, bob and weave. Uh, it, it, before we went live, I said, you know, it's like Ross and friends. Yeah. Pivot! Pivot has to become your best friend because in the moment, your ego has to be put aside. Yeah. Our ego comes up to protect us because it remembers back when fourth grade, when little Johnny pulled your hair or little Susie kicked you in your shin and it really hurt. And you're like, oh, I don't want to feel that again. So our ego comes up and says, hey, you know, this hurt before, so let's not do it this time. Pivot has to be your best friend and being able to say, okay, well, that didn't work and not take it personally. There's so much stuff that I've done in the last year that just, just crashed and burned. <laughs> and it's finding the gift in the crash and burn and understanding that when you're birthing a business, there is no birth without blood. The amount of blood that comes in the birth is in direct is in a direct correlation of how well you follow the nudges and follow your instinct and follow your gut, not your brain. Because your brain's going to tell you to just, never mind, go get a job. So it's following the gut, finding the mentors that are doing what you do and who trigger the shit out of you. I follow people that trigger the shit out of me, like that are making 300 grand a month. That triggers me. I'm like, how the hell do they do that? But I want it. So I surround myself with those people because I want their energy because they have something that I want. And I know they have it because I've watched them long enough to know that they have it. So I'm just going to do what they tell me to do. Right. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Pivot. great. <laughs> great advice. Pivot. Yeah. Oh, for friends. I, I love that because that's one of my favorite things. <laughs> uh, with the pivoting, right? Trying to pivot and maneuver and doing all that stuff. How do you know the difference between what to stick with 
because you know it's going to work and it's going to break through. And if you just hang in there and what you need to let go of, because it, you know, it sounded good, but you're, it's a pipe dream. <laughs> oh, I love that question. <laughs> it comes right into really with what I do. People know me because I believe in the woo. I'm all about, you know, manifestation and all that stuff and, and crystals and all that. But I tell people, you can't just shove a crystal up your ass and pour, you know, essential oils or your head and meditate for 24 hours a day and get a $25,000 check. It's not, that's not how this works, Becky. That's not how any of this works. (laughs) However, what I find is that your soul knows the way your soul knows the way. And if you are willing to pause and to take a breath and to honestly look at it and go, okay, here's option A, here's option B. When you look at them, one of them is really going to fire you up. And you just, to me, you instinctively know. And the other is kind of like that X where you're like, oh, I really, really like them, but this is a really good idea. But if that happens, then you know, it's time to windshield, not rear view mirror. It's, it's, by the way, I'm the queen of acronyms. <laughs> it's like I say it all the time. Um, it's really your your soul knows the way. It's silencing the mind. And I like to do, I put it on a piece of paper and I do a pro and I do a cost list. I don't do a con list because you will con yourself into anything. You can talk <laughs> yourself into anything. Right. So I do a pro list and I do a cost list. What is this going to cost me if it doesn't work financially, emotionally, spiritually, physically? All of that is what's it going to cost me? If I can't afford the price tag, then it's probably not something that I should do at that point in time. If it's going to be rough, but I can know that I can make it through, then it might be worth the investment. I love that. That great advice. I love that. Pro. I'm actually going to write that there on pro and cost. Yeah, it's a pro and a cost list. I and when I, when I do the pro and the cost list, I do the pro, like I like, okay, so I have an idea to launch this program. What are the pros of this program? And then if it flops, what's it going to cost me? And I always do physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial last. But when I'm doing the pros, I put financial first because what is the pro of this? Oh, I can make $10,000. On the flip side, I put the financial at the bottom because I need to see what that bottom line is financially and can I invest in this and will I survive it if it doesn't work? Right. I love that because that that is, and that's, I think, all of us, right? It's that practical application part with that gut check, making sure that both of those are together. Because a lot of times we have a tendency to go one way, you know, completely. The, I talk about like the pendulum swinging, right? It's like it's not dead in the center, it's swinging one way or the other way, and it gets crazy and out of hand, and someone's going to get hurt and hit by it. So it's like Miley on a wrecking ball. Okay? Right. <laughs> Oh, that's what I think of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm like a lot more of a of a current analogy than a, a pendulum because I'm sure some of you guys don't know what pendulum is, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, if we want to ruin the upcoming, if we ever want to speak in code, and I know I'm a lot older than you, I'm going to be 55 in July. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I always tell my kids if I ever wanted to mess around with the younger generation. 
I would write in cursive and drive a stick shift because they they could never chase me and they would never understand what I what I wrote. It's kind of like you know code for everything. It's kind of like military code. I just write in cursive and drive a stick shift and they'd be done. Right, same here. It's like I I'm like I have a stick shift and uh, and my wife and I love to drive that. And it's funny when you get to when you see people going to the parking lot and they look at the car and then they kind of go back and look at it again. Like, wait, what? <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> What's that thing? <laughs> yeah. How does that work? Where's the button? <laughs> that, yeah. Now, now they're even push buttons. You don't even need a lever. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. It, it's getting crazy. Tell us a little bit about where they can find you and what you're doing now. Cause we talked so much about kind of your past and what was going on and how to pivot. I would love for them to kind of bring us current and let them know what you're doing now and where they can find you. Fabulous. So I actually have my own podcast and it is called Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life. Oh, I like that. Uh, I cater to mainly to women. Um, we talk, it, it, it is raw, it is real, it is unfiltered. There is no censoring. <laughs> There's just everything on it. And it runs the gamut of people that I interview from domestic violence uh, survivors to I have um, an upcoming episode about someone who has survived sex trafficking. So and then business and everybody in between. So that's called Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life. I am releasing a program that was my flagship program that did very, very well. Uh, the very first thing that I did is called Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, The Feminine Rising. That is going to be released in February. So you can find me. The easiest place to find me is on Facebook. <laughs> That's like the easiest place to find me. And then I also do um, quite a few of my clients. I work with them one-on-one -on -one to break through the limiting beliefs and the procrastination, the low self-esteem and all the traumas because what I'm finding in business is linked to when you go all the way back to when you were two years old and something happened to you and when you were two, you're still carrying that at 20, 30, 40, and 50. And if you really want to excel and break through that ceiling, then we have to heal what it hurts us so that we don't bleed on people that didn't cut us. And that is in business and in personal. So I work with quite a few people to lead them through that so that they can heal from that. And then my course is starting in February. Awesome. That is great. Yeah. So, and guys, we will have uh, links to the Facebook and to the website down in the show notes below. So in case you, you know, didn't catch where everything was, don't worry. We take the notes for you so that you can go down there and just click them and you can <laughs> you can go see Julie and go connect with Julie. <laughs> Read the show notes. That's where everything is at. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm one of those people where I'm just like, all right, scroll to this. Where's the link? Where's the link? Where's the link? <laughs> yep, where's the link? Just scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. Okay. Great, great, great. Uh, point. And that's what I want to do. Just click the link. Exactly. Click the link. <laughs> so we'll make sure you can point and click. Uh, so Julie, it was so great having you on the show. Thank you so much for your insights. And I love it. And guys go, go connect with her. Cause you know, what you see is what you get. She's the real deal. And exactly the way she came across is the same way. I, I love, I love it when, you know, right now the, the kind of tagging keyword and trending thing is authentic and stuff. But it's funny because you'd, you'd be surprised how many people go out there and talk about authenticity and then you meet them and you're like, oh, nope, not at all. Not even a little bit. So, uh, so when you get... <laughs> well, that's why I asked you, can, can, can I say bad words? Because I don't want to come in here in my corporate voice 
because yeah. I taught for corporate for so long and coming to my corporate voice and then they meet me online and they hear me drop the F bomb or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, that isn't how she showed up there. Oh, I don't want that. It's just, you get what you get. And, and if, I find that if people don't resonate with you, then they're not your people. And guess what? It's okay. Exactly. I completely agree. And I hate I hate to be someone who would, and especially in marketing, I see this a lot. I would hate to be someone who, you know, that you you make someone feel like a bait and switch happened on them. I, I hate mm-hmm. that people actually do that. And so we're never that way. That's why we don't really have any rules on this. So you come as you are so that when people connect with you and they go and see you, you're the real deal. And so... I love that you came in full, fully you. And so guys, when you go connect with her, you know exactly what to expect and you know who you are and who she is. And so until next time, bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Oldmost SR. That's J-O-S-H-O-L-M-O-S-S-R or LinkedIn, Joshua Oldmos or website, josholdmossr.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.